Hey, hello everybody. And uh, we are excited to be here with our uh, YouTube family. This is Pastor Lenny. Pastor Lori. Hi. Hi. Mm, always have to get my startup kiss. And uh, we want to let you guys know that from the bottom of, of our hearts how very much we love and appreciate you. All that you mean to us, all that you do for us, your cards, your letters. I am brought to tears with, with many of your responses to these, what I believe are, are grace-filled messages where we are removed out of the equation. That's what grace is. Do you understand that the book of Hebrews in chapter 8 and 10 talk about this, this new covenant, the new covenant of grace, where Jesus came to do the will of the Father and do away with that covenant of law, that do-it-yourself system, and bring in the new. But if you were to read Hebrews chapter 8, the main reason, well, outside of the fact that we're told that God did not want that covenant, nor did he take pleasure in it. But the biggest reason is because God was a God who wanted to bless. He wants to bless. And here it was, the nation of Israel asked for this conditional covenant. And they couldn't keep it. They couldn't keep it, so the Father couldn't bless. He came up with the sacrificial system of blood, the blood of bulls and of goats, and they still couldn't get that right. But anyway, he talks about the fault, the fault of that covenant. And you know what the fault of that covenant was? The law. Well, the law was the covenant. But the fault of the covenant was you and I. You and I. We were the fault of the covenant because we couldn't keep a do-it-yourself system. So it had to be done away with. So now in this new covenant... We are out of the equation. Do you understand? We are out of the equation. It's Jesus. And so here I am doing this question and answer series, a sort of say, sort of saying a panel discussion, you know, with many of the questions that we see panel panelists um have to answer. They're brought to questions and answers questions that are brought to panelists, and then they give an answer. Well, we are visiting what Jesus' answer might be if he was on that panel. Mm -hmm. Okay? So I believe this is, um, I think it's part six, but it's, it's important to understand Jesus came for this new, too-good-to-be-true covenant of grace. And, and Pastor Lori, one of the reasons why it is too good to be true is because it's not up to me and you. We are out of the equation. So you have to understand, in this series, in these, in these sessions, I have a message that is talking about the only hindrances are the ones that we have. The only hindrances to our whatever, financial breakthrough, 
healing, wholeness, wellness, blessed relationships. The only hindrances are the ones we've allowed to take root in our belief system, in our believing. We've allowed them to become viruses in our soul. Okay? And the only reason why we've, we've allowed them is because we've allowed religion, sorry, mixture, People who don't understand rightly divide. There's a difference between the old covenant and the new covenant. And in the old covenant, we were in the equation. That's why it had fault. But you see, in the new in the new covenant, we're not in the equation. God removed us. He wants us to stay out of it. Stay out of the equation. And once you realize that, then you'll know, well, if I'm out of the equation and it's just Jesus, the Father, it's just Jesus, then there can be no hindrances. Amen. Because hindrances only come when I put myself or I allow religion to put me in the equation. This is why the filter I have, the filter of grace, I am. I am. I don't need to become. It's not that I will be one day. No, I am. Right now. I am right now. What am I right now, Pastor Lord? Righteous. What else? Keep blameless. it going. Blameless. Righteous. Blameless. Glorified. Glorified. Healed. Whole. Healed. Whole. Sanctified. Sanctified. Keep going. Perfected. Complete. Okay? I am. I can. What can I do? Everything. Everything. All things. All that Jesus did. <laughs> right. And I have. What, what do I have? Everything. Everything. Right? I'm a joint there with Jesus Christ. You inherited everything that he has. Everything. And Colossians chapter 1, verse 12, I have been qualified by God to qualify for everything. And so now, when, when, when I allow man to say or to, 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 to tell me, well, you must not be in belief. Okay, well, then I'm thinking... Well, I need to believe more. I need to believe more. I just changed the equation. I gave myself a hindrance. I don't believe enough. You see, you became the fault of this new covenant like the nation of Israel was the fault in the old covenant. Do you believe that? Mm -hmm. I not me. I'm, I'm not going to, no, I'm not putting any, any hindrances on you. No, 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 no. You are fully qualified. As Jesus is, so are you. Okay? But when we hear, you must, you, you have to, you have to, you have to, you must, you have to. And you receive that. Okay? Now, what you have done is you've received something that has put you back in the equation. So what that means is you have put fault in this covenant, just like the old covenant. See, God did his best through Jesus Christ, and it was good enough, okay? Where there's no equation, it's Jesus. You believe in Jesus, his obedience, right? His work, his effort, his doing, you know? This covenant... His blood, him and the Father, perfect, flawless, 
faultless. We enter into it by faith, not by works, lest any man should boast. Never by works, never by doing, never by a do. It's not a do-it-yourself system. It's not you have to do it yourself system, or you have to. It's not a do-it-yourself system, and it's not a you have to do it in addition system. Right? Mm -hmm. Is that a good one? That's a good one. It's not a do it. It's not a you have to, you know, what did I just say? Do it in addition system. It's not. It's not a do it yourself system. That's gone. And it's not a you have to do it in assist. You have to do it to assist. It's you, you have to do it in assistance system. It's not. And this is why we have hindrances. Because we've allowed people to tell us, well, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. This is why Pastor Lori and myself are only going to address you the way we would address Jesus. Okay? So, just think about it. And, and, and we're going to only address you the way the Father would address Jesus because that's the only way the Father would address us. You know? And, and the only way that I would address Jesus is I'm gonna, that's how I'm going to address you. And think about it. You know, if that's how I would address Jesus and him and I are one and him and I are united and as Jesus is, so am I in this world and I am the stressed image, duplicate copy of Jesus, you know, God's firstborn son, okay? Then I'm only going to address myself the way God would address Jesus or the way that I would address Jesus. That's the only way I'm going to, I address Pastor Lori. She's a believer, period. She has the faith of Jesus, period. She has the authority of Jesus, period. She, she's perfect like Jesus, period. She has the life and energy of Jesus in her, in her period. Amen. I'm never going to, you know, if, she, if she's waiting for something to manifest into her life, I'm never going to ever, 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 ever... Put her in the equation, okay? Give her a hindrance by saying, well, you must not be believing. You see, this is what <laughs> Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16 is all about. It's a throne of grace. Come boldly. You come frankly. You come bluntly. You come. It's a throne of grace where you obtain mercy. And mercy, we know, is not getting what we deserve. See, this is a throne of grace, right? And you come bluntly and, 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 and blatantly, you come. It's a throne of grace. And you're going to receive mercy and leave with grace. And I'm going to tell you something. Jesus told us how grace, true grace really operates. I am convinced of it. You know? I am convinced. I am convinced Jesus has taught us if we would just pay attention to it, and I'm talking to all the teachers and all the religious leaders and all the preachers, right? If we would just pay attention to Jesus showing us how to rightly divide and stick with this, I'll tell you what, our teaching and our preaching would be different. And, 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 and I think people would walk in a greater freedom. Amen. And that is found in, that's found in, in, in Luke chapter 15. The lost sheep, the lost coin, the wayward son. This is really grace, you know? The, come to the Father bluntly, 
blatantly, come with boldness. This is what Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. Well, look at that son in, 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 in Luke chapter 15. He came boldly. He came bluntly. He came frankly, you know. And his father, he represented grace, right? He represented love, compassion, grace, the new covenant. This is what Jesus was talking about. And what did the father do? The father left him. He blessed him. Left him with a blessing. He blessed him. You know why? Because that's the gospel. The Apostle Paul in Romans chapter 2, verse 4 says, it's the loving goodness. It's the goodness. It's the loving kindness of God that's going to lead men to a turning of direction. Right? A changing of the mind. And so we know what happened. This kid, he leaves. He takes what he thinks is his. He, he leaves, right? He joins himself to another citizen. That means he's in his soul, he disassociates himself from his father's household. Riotous living, right? But he comes back. Why? Because he's hungry. He came back for selfish reasons. Reasons. He came back for selfish reasons. He was hungry. He's at the end of his rope. He, right, he was at the end of the rope. That's why he came back. He didn't come back because he was deeply sorry, deeply, deeply sorrowful. No, he was hungry. He couldn't, he couldn't even eat the pods from, from, the, from, the, from the pig's food. So guess what? He comes to his father. His father never took his eyes off him. His father never stopped, stopped believing that that's my son. That's my son. You see, in the father's eyes, that son never lost his position. Never. And so that's why when the son comes, the father doesn't put him on probation. The father doesn't put him on probation. Now you got to pay for, you know, you got to pay for your wrongdoing. You got to pay for your disrespect. You got you to pay for your wrong choices. Did, did he do that? No. Not in any way? No. In fact, what did he do? Blessed him. He gave them all back. He said, get me the robe back. You know, I didn't take it off my son. Get me the ring. I didn't take it off him. Get me the shoes. I didn't remove them from him. Right? And then they threw a party. See, God didn't put any, God, the father didn't put any conditions on him. And then we see the other son. What, what is going on here? I served you every single day of my life. I never disobeyed a commandment. Never. I earned what you gave him and you never gave me. And what did the father say? Now, I'm going to say the same thing to you religious people. You don't rightly divide. You got it all wrong. You got it all wrong. Right? Say. Got it all wrong. You got it all wrong. As soon Why? As you say I. 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 You wrong. Got, amen. All that I have is yours. Because you're my child. Stop. Hindrances. So I'm talking about question number six. Golly. And, well, that's okay. These are a little <laughs> bit longer sessions. No, question number six will. Will hidden, hidden, known, unconfessed sin <laughs> hinder me from my healing? No. What? 
Well, we, we got to go through some okay. verses first. But I think about that son. You know, Father, I, listen, I did what I shouldn't have done with some harlots, with some, with some prostitutes. I, I, Father, I got drunk just about every day. I was always, I was living drunk. I, man, I tell you what, I was cursing up a storm and swear I, give me the robe, give me the ring, put shoes on his feet. Let me tell you something. Will hidden, known, unconfessed sin hinder me from my healing? Yes. Yes. If you allow that virus in your soul, mm -hmm. you have accepted a hindrance because you are not believing right, because you are not living in your right and true covenant, because you aren't remembering what God tells us in his word. And what's one of the things he tells us in his word? We're going to look at Hebrews chapter 10, verses 16 and 17. King James Version. Mm. This is the covenant that I will make with them. After these days, saith the Lord, I will put my laws into their hearts and in their minds, and I will write them. And their sins and iniquities I will remember no more. Wow. Wow. Their sins and iniquities I will remember no more. How could you say that, God? Well, well, he became sin who knew no sin, right? With what sin? Everyone's sin. Mm. Who were born before, who were born at that time, who would be born later, past, present, future. This portion of scripture in Hebrews tells us there is no more sacrifice for sins. It's done. Why? Once and for all. Once and for all. Even this sin that you think you need to confess, and it might be hindering you, that was put on Jesus and dealt with. And it was buried with Jesus when you were buried with Jesus, and you were raised to newness of life with Jesus without him. You see, the challenge is not here, you know, will this hinder me? The challenge is you understanding, you understanding new creation realities that you are new that that old nature has become extinct you've become estranged from it that now you are as jesus you are righteous you're holy you are blameless you are perfect you are complete you start believing that way guess why you're going to start living that way is it a hindrance yes it's a hindrance because you've allowed it to be a hindrance because you've accepted that into the equation where God has removed it. You see that God has removed it. So you're right. The real answer is no. No. I'm saying yes because you have given that hindrance power by you putting yourself in the equation, believing that it's Jesus with your assistance. 
And that's not what this new covenant is about. Go on and, and read um, Hebrews chapter 10, verses 1 through 3. For the law of having a shadow of good things to come and not the very image of the things can never with those sacrifices which they offered year by year continually make the comers thereunto perfect. For then would they not have ceased to be offered because the worshipers once purged should have had no more conscience of sins. But in those sacrifices there is a remembrance again made of sins every year. See, this is beautiful, guys. This is your covenant, okay? The law, the blood of, of bulls and of goats, it was just a shadow. And that system, the do-it-yourself system, where you are not only in the equation, but the biggest part of the equation, okay, could never make you perfect. Right there. Blood of bulls and of goats, the old system, the old covenant, the old equation. Because you were in it, you could never be perfect. So now, because of the new covenant, because Jesus is blood, okay? Because you are now out of the equation, you've been made perfect. Enter into the equation, you're not perfect. Keep yourself out, you're perfect. And look what else it said. They would have ceased to have been offered. You will cease thinking about sin when you understand you are perfect. Period. Why? That's what the blood of Jesus said you are and made you to be. Now listen to what it says. It says, because, because that the worshipers once purged should have had no more consciousness of sins. Under the blood of Jesus Christ, the forgiveness, the cleansing, the removal, the doing away with is so complete. God wants you to know it's so complete that in this new covenant, in this new equation, there's no more remembrance. There's no more consciousness of sin. This is where your freedom will come when you understand the true covenant of grace and not a mixture covenant, a commingled covenant, which puts you in the equation, which makes it that you have to give it assistance. But in those sacrifices, in the old system, blood of bulls and of goats, old covenant, there is a remembrance of sin year after year after year after year. Listen, Pastor Lenny, I, Lord, this is just for them. I sin. There's times where I may, I may sin. I may, I, I may. I don't even want to think about sin because I've strucken, I've stricken, struck, thinking about sin from my soul. I do not operate in sin consciousness. I operate in righteousness consciousness. I, I operate in 
sanctification. I operate in, I've been perfected. I operate in sins and iniquities God remembers no more, so I don't remember them. So now, wait a second, wait a second. You mean you, you don't sin? Well, if, if I do sin, just like John says in, second, in, in, in the second chapter of first, first, the book of 1 John, if you sin, okay, if I have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, my righteousness, right? If, okay, if, no, I don't confess my sin because then I will give strength to my sin. I will, I will stop, start operating back in sin consciousness. What I do is thank God that through the blood of Jesus Christ, I have been made holy, righteous, sanctified, and perfected through Jesus Christ. And I thank you for that, Father. And that's where I operate out of. So do you think, all right, here's the Father saying, this is my son. This is my perfect sacrifice, my perfect offering, right? Who's supposed to remove sin, who's supposed to purge the evil consciousness of sin, who by this one sacrifice, he's perfected forever, those he sanctified. So much so that now he sits down at my right hand, okay? Do you think, that I bring more glory to God if I confess something to him that he remembers not? Or, rather, does it bring glory to God if I confess to him and acknowledge to him the awesomeness and the greatness of his perfect sacrifice and perfect offering, which has cleansed me forever, perfected me forever, caused me to be righteous, sanctified forever. Jesus Christ has done that. Thank you, Father. That's awesome. You see, that gives me power mm -hmm. and that gives me strength. You know, when, when we go back to the sin consciousness, we give sin power. Wow. Sin has no more dominion over me. That's good. I'm not under the law. I'm not under that system. I'm under grace. And so, knowing, knowing this, okay, Will hidden, known, unconfessed sin hinder me from, from healing? No. 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 The only reason why it will be a yes is if you have accepted it as a hindrance. If you have put yourself in, an, in a place of assistance with Jesus in this new covenant. And so listen, it's my heart to free you from any guilt, shame, or condemnation because it's the Holy Spirit's heart. In verse 14 of chapter 10 in Hebrews, he tells us that the Holy Spirit is witness to these things. He's witness to these things. The blood of Jesus, perfection, sanctification, purged of an evil sin consciousness. The Holy Spirit is witness to these things. Sins and iniquities, God remembers no more. This is the, wow, wow. What a great gospel. What a great covenant. Yes, and it's mine. That causes my love to grow so, so greater and great, great, greater and more deeper to the Father. You know, as, as I'm understanding his great love for me, it just rebounds and reflexes back to, to a love for him that no, no law could ever convince me into. 
No thou shalts can ever take the place of the illumination and revelation and understanding of God's love, compassion, mercy, forgiveness to me. You render sin powerless. You render sick, sickness powerless. You render poverty powerless. You're out of the equation. You know, you're fully qualified, guys. You are a believer. You do use your authority. You have the faith of Christ. You please God. He loves you so much. Your approval rating with him is so high. You please him. You qualify for everything because he qualified you, period. If you're qualified, you're qualified. If you're qualified, you're qualified, period. Period. You, I was just going to say you can't make yourself unqualified. No, you can't make yourself unqualified. But you can believe you have hindrances and you're not qualified because you put yourself in the equation. Anyway, that's today's uh, question and answer session with Jesus. And his answer is no. Remember, it's a throne of grace a throne of grace where you obtain mercy and more grace. It's been a blessing being with you guys. Any any closing words? Come on. Come on. There's something in your heart. There's something there. Come on. Let it out. I'm Pastor. glad his answer is no. I'm so glad that he, he did it all. And I'm going to be very conscious of whenever I say I, I I'll catch it right there. I, that's no. A, that's a tell, right? That's a tell. That's I, a tell. no. He did it all. It's done. It's done. Any hindrances? In me? Yeah. No. No. No, no hindrances. No. We're out of the equation. We're out of the equation. He we did love it you. all. Amen. We love you. You know what? If, if you like this message, subscribe to our channel, okay? Subscribe to our channel and share it. Share this message. This is true grace. Guys, I believe it's true grace. It's true grace. It is. Share this message. Thank you. And, and and comment. And I'll get back to you. You read the comments and you'll see people say, wow, Pastor Lenny, Pastor Laura, you guys get back to us. Yeah, we'll get back to you. I, I, I promise. We're in this with you. You know, we're in this freedom walk. This freedom walk with you. We love you. And uh, we'll see you again in a, in a few days for our next lesson, our next session. Walk in your blessings.